is Thursday. RawMikeRichards.com. Broadcasting live from the DKI studios in downtown Toronto. 234 King Street East out of the stylish Pacific Junction Hotel. Coming up today, I think there's a little bit of controversy. Controversy. We're going to talk about uh, the Raptors, but... By the way, this is, uh, I guess, a preview of what you're going to see in a playoff series. At least that's what uh, people are expecting. It's great that you put up 129 on LeBron and friends, but still lose. LeBron doesn't need any friends. Not when you watch what he did last night, which, by the way, he is capable of doing uh, every night if he wants. I know people don't want to hear about that, but i got to be honest. That's what it looked like. There were some instances where other guys could go right down the middle, right right in the key, right down for a lay-in. That can't happen. Or all the excitement over the number of wins that you have in the regular season will mean absolutely nothing. See that the general manager's meeting, which has to be oh so busy, taking place in the NHL in Boca Raton. You never covered any of those, have you? Those yeah, ones? I have actually. Yeah, it must be very difficult. It's super hard. Yeah. <laughs> I believe Dave also has a, a look back at uh, the Nagano Olympics. That's right. Okay. Also, we're going to. Uh, we visited the Brick Tourney y- yesterday watching uh, both Marner and Matthews' children. Today, there's a clip coming from Jonathan Taves, good friend of the show, by the way. He looked great back then. Almost very typical of the way that he's going to play as a professional. Uh, it, it's it's remarkable. Uh, also, what we got come up to? Oh, I'm going to talk about a promo where I'm going to be in the month of April at an event in uh, Okotoks, Alberta. I uh, got a text yesterday as well from, uh, you know, some of the, I don't know how to put it, but what I had been through with my cancer situation. Sometimes I continue to talk about it. It makes maybe some people uncomfortable. I don't know, but I figure if I'm not going to talk about it, then those that have watched me for years or listen and watch the show, uh, what's the point if I keep it to myself? I really think that uh, what I've tried to do is be as open as I can with the process so you don't have to go through this. It's not that I want to say, so here's what you do uh, at this point. What I'm saying is avoid everything by getting yourself checked. I know it sounds uncomfortable but trust me you you get the gas you go out for well dave you've had it what 15 minutes tops tops and then they give you a free free bill of health and you avoid everything that i've gone through because i was stubborn i was very typical of most males not going to get it done i don't get hurt i don't get sick and i almost died because i didn't do it so uh something that was uh, i think important to me texted to us by the legendary coach frank I appreciate it because it's uh, information that is uh, very solid to hear. I think we're really happy with, you know, maybe the take that we've taken on this. So uh, we'll do that as well. Um, also, uh, okay, let's start off the top with, with the, you know, I never do this. Like the the lame shows. Mm-hmm. It's always like, let's let's take a look at, uh, here, let me find some appropriate music here. Yeah, there's a lot of lame shows out there too. This would, here we go. And now it's the time where here on... Hits 97.3. Will he take a look at birthdays, Dave? Hmm. Sandra, whose birthday is it today? <laughs> well, well, Mike, you wouldn't believe what my husband did. Shut up! <laughs> oh, Sandra. Dave Keon. Dave Keon. My idol. Number 78 for Dave Keon. 
78 years old, Dave Keon. Happy birthday to the greatest Maple Leaf ever. Uh, you won't get an argument from me. Uh, boy, you talk about the influence that he had on generations of uh, hockey players. Straight stick, straight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Lady Bing, uh, just the, the, the whole idea of sportsmanship. Everyone wanted to be Dave Keon. Everyone wanted to wear number 14. And this, if you're in the, you're in the GTA and you grew up from 1960 on, there was at least a generation or two of kids who 14 meant that you were the captain. So guys in this part of Ontario, it was 14 at that point. That's pretty awesome. And I also think what is awesome is he's come back into the fold post all the hurt from Harold Ballard. And there was a time where it was one of the more... It was like a painful breakup, Dave. It was like a divorce that... And we were all the children. And we were all hurt by it. And we were like, come on, guys. Can you get it together? Well, with the Shanahan hmm. and company, they were able to bring back all that heritage that uh, Leaf fans had grown up with. Uh, and then some of that hurt. So bringing back all the captains. In fact, there's a picture that I have that was sent out of Dave Keon arm-in-arm with uh, Dougie Gilmore. That is one of my all-time favorite pictures as they both represent what I think is uh, important in an athlete, uh, what it means to be a leader on a team. You There you have two of the all-time greats. So uh, happy birthday to uh, David Keon, who turned 78. Dave, <laughs> and now let's look at traffic. And here's Russell. Well, checking the Don Valley Parkway, we've got... That's actually very close to what it sounds like. That's exactly what it sounds like. And they're fake helicopter noises. Meanwhile, you're driving and there's no helicopter in the area. Then they play 20 minutes of music of songs that you have heard a million times and hate. And then they come back on and they go, well, let's take a look at the weather. Here's Tom. (laughs) How is that a paying job? How do you people get paid? It's like all the breakfast television shows. If you're on a breakfast television show, you have failed as a broadcaster. This is the last thing that is possible because anybody could do it. Anybody. Tomorrow, Russell Graham and Friends, breakfast television, and he would be awesome on it. Sorry, Russell. Didn't mean to do that, throw you, but I'm just saying that... You know, you have people on who make pies and cakes. Here's to have better fingernails. Let's go to Steve out in the garden, and here's here's how you mow the lawn. It's pretty good. End it. Put your head in an oven. You're terrible. You're all terrible. <laughs> Here comes the Senior Citizens Kitchen and Kazoo Band. Ooh, good band. <laughs> By the way, that was Seasons in the Sun. <laughs> it was? <laughs> <laughs> Breakfast television. And they always say the same thing in every city across the country. The most listened to morning, the most popular morning show of the city. It's the only thing that's on. It's the only thing that's on. And we have to watch you talk about your dogs and your children. Nobody cares. Nobody. Nobody. That's my take on Breakfast televisions, all of them. It's not, that's good. What are you saying about ours? No, I'm saying no, all of them. Across the board. Across yeah. the board. Yeah. Coast See? to coast yeah. to coast. Yeah. So. When Dave and I get hit by a bus and mangled, and we're almost unrecognizable, mm-hmm. we'll be the new hosts of some breakfast television show somewhere. Because oh. it's the last thing that we can do. Okay. Well, there's always a streetcar that comes by every <laughs> 10 minutes. Yeah, you never well, know. It yeah, could happen to you, us. You never know. And we'll be on the show tomorrow. Speaking of streetcars and running over people, that was sort of what LeBron James did last night. To a, a, yep. a Raptor team sets a, a, a record. 
for scoring points at the half, which is great. What was it, 79 points? 79 points. Regular season. And then LeBron can do what oh, – it's, it's, it's very rare that someone at this elite level, because you got to go back to the – the Michael Jordans, uh, like, I mean, the, the dominant players of their era. And that's why you get in this argument, you know, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. Leo Routens, when he's on the show, he'll, he'll say Michael Jordan because he's going to talk about championships. He's going to talk a little bit about D. There's other things that people talk about. But when I look at LeBron James, he is like a, a giant uh, condo <laughs> that, that can run and jump. So if, if you put players on him and he decides that he's going to take it to the hoop, stop him. He looks like a tight end. Mm-hmm. And, Big, bigger, bigger than, and bigger than a yeah. tight end. Yeah. Like, would you hire LeBron James tomorrow if you were a general manager and he said, I want to play tight end? Would yes, you hire him? absolutely. Yeah, so would I. I wouldn't even have to look at him. No, I'd say, well, I don't need any tape. Yeah, I don't need, no, you don't have to do any routes. We'll teach you that. Yeah. You can't teach size, athletic ability. The way he runs, even the way. IQ would be there. I wouldn't even go. worry about it. Nope. He's going to find he catches it, and you know I don't think the contact's going to scare him. Hockey, absolutely not. Well, you know, that might be a bit of a push. Okay, <laughs> wouldn't that be weird though? <laughs> then the Cleveland uh, Barons come back. There you go. The big B on the crest. Yeah. Oof. I mean, what would he be? What's what's the equivalent to that? LeBron James to what he is in basketball. If he were a hockey player, who is he? Because it's it's got to be someone who physically dominates. Mm. So you might end up... I, I was going to say Eric Lindros in his first couple of years. It's interesting. Lindros. Right. Because I Stature. Gonna, yeah, stature. How, how he'd bully his way through and kind of own the rink. Uh, I was going to say Cam Neely, but Cam Neely's not even close to being the same size. I know Lindros isn't the same size either. He's not 6'7", or whatever LeBron is, 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. But I do but get that comparison. Just, you know, Except this would have to be a guy who is going to be considered one of the best who ever played the game. Yeah. So you can't say Mario, but no. I understand why maybe some of that would come into it. Is he Yager? I don't know. Yager in his prime? Yeah. See, but Mario and Yager don't have that that bully mentality as far as being... Well, that's why I think that I don't know if we've really seen that. Because Michael Jordan wasn't that way. No, no, he wasn't. No. no. So so last night, taking a uh, look at this, here's here's what I would be afraid of. Not afraid, but this is what you have to be aware of if you're a Raptors fan. If you don't suck it up and decide that you're going to take a little bit of sacrifice on D, he can do this every night. If he decides, the best thing you, that you can hope for is he starts passing it. You know how he takes those step-back threes? Where he takes threes, he passes the ball around. Yeah, keep doing that. But the moment he decides to be selfish, yeah. Ooh, you're in trouble. then you're going to need somebody out there. Is it Siakam? I don't know who it would be. I think it's Serge Ibaka that has to start setting up and being a bully out there because he hasn't been. I, yeah, that, that's the thing. I don't think Ibaka, from the DNA that I've seen, is all of a sudden going to change it in the playoffs. But isn't he supposed to be that yes, guy? Yes, he's supposed to be that guy. But you know, I, like, I, cause, uh, I just don't want that because that one-on-one physical ability, because once he gets that lane, who's stepping in front of the moving condo? It is, it is that way. And now where, did he get support? Of course, Kevin Love comes back. And this is why he's important to that team. I know people always want to throw him under the bus. The reality is having a Kevin Love, certainly when he you know, kind of makes love to the corner a little bit, no pun intended. That was Ooh, not a Ron no, McClain. That, that, no, that was not a Ron that McClain. That was good. I like that. Uh, and you're going to see in this highlight, so everyone's afraid of LeBron when he cuts down the middle. Like the sea is just part. It's like the Red Sea. 
But then at some point he dishes off. This is once again courtesy and property of the NBA and NBA broadband properties. Good rotating, so he had plenty of time. LeBron split the defense for Cleveland. That's what brought them back. Big and LeBron James, incredible pass. George Hill having his best night as a Cleveland Toronto can get to within one. So then it gets tight towards the, obviously in the fourth. Kicks it to Siakam with a two-fist. Now both teams have two timeouts remaining and no fouls to give. James kicks it out to the corner. Low for three. Closing time, Kevin. Great pass allowed. See, and that is that therein lies your enormous challenge in playing this team. And that's why, you know, even people don't want to hear it. And, and I know there's some, you know, when, uh, what's his name, Stephen A. Smith. Smith goes on and said, I don't care about Toronto. He said, I love Toronto, they're great, whatever, but if LeBron decides that he wants to play at some point, this series is over. And I don't, you know, it's, it's irritating to hear that, but I don't totally disagree with him no, because LeBron is that good. The only, the only team LeBron won't be able to beat by himself is the Golden State Warriors. And we've seen him beat the Golden State Warriors in the past when they weren't this year's version or this last two years version of the Golden State Warriors because we've seen it. Golden State up by, uh, what was it, 3-1 in the series, and, and LeBron James won that series not too long ago. That won't happen this year if Cleveland's there, which I'm not convinced they will be there, but LeBron can do stuff night in and night out. Yesterday may have been LeBron James's best. I got it. Best game of this year, the way he did everything I agree. at all times. And if that's going to happen, it's LeBron James. Sorry. Uh, LeBron James, to me, is going to be considered, if he's not the best player who's ever played the game, you know, as I said, you're going to get that uh, comparison between him and Michael Jordan. But at this point, if you're going to start measuring hardware, just how many championships can LeBron James win? Does he equal it? I don't think anyone's going to get that. Uh, let me put this back up here. By the way, we appreciate the lockers that just showed up, and we. That's yeah, awesome. Like, you know what? Does it look bad though on your camera? No, no. I actually, it looked pretty good I yesterday. Think it looks pretty good. It actually. did look. Yeah, it, it just so that I'm if okay you're if you're going to put in something that is going to uh, hinder the host from like moving, that you, that's the only problem. Yeah. You just might want to tell a guy. See, I can't even. No, can, you look fine. Tell what's going on. I'm going to be drinking early today. It uh, starts with a Y. Today starts with a Y. So I think Speaking of drinking early, maybe yes. I'm going to do this promo because uh, uh, I was just out in uh, Alberta there uh, last week. It looks Good like I'll be, I'll be going again. And there is a reason why and... Were the cowgirls... Who's the, the Vince Gill song? Were the, you know how the voice is hot. Where the cowgirls... Something like that. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> this is going to be in Okotoks. Our good friend Stuball from DKI doing it again for yeah, the Okotoks. He's the best. He is amazing. The Okotoks Minor Hockey Association. This is called the Jerseys and Jeans Fundraiser. Hell yeah. Crescent Point Fieldhouse. It's going to be on the 21st of April. I'm going to be there. I'll be your host uh, with uh, funny quips and great observations. And comedy humor. It's 60 bucks per ticket. That includes dinner, dancing, and a fun casino. Here's what I love about the Westerners. As they say, this is going to be a gooder. But if you need a ride home, don't worry. They have you covered. For a donation to the Okotoks Girl Guides, they're offering a ride home for you and your vehicle. Good deal. Yeah. 
where the cowgirls go. Ooh. Sorry. <clears throat> That's the best part. Yeah. What was that, Getty Lee? That was it. Getty Lee all of a sudden. So remember, if you want to head down, uh, they're looking for, uh, I think they've already sold about 400 tickets. So, But there still is some room. And if you want to get together for a great night, I will see each and every person personally. So how can you do that? Trust me, you've seen me at these events. And it's going to be flowing good. Little Alberta premium, my friends. I mean, a lot of Alberta premium. Well, where the cowgirls be? Get a ticket. Just do it. Oh, doesn't that sound good? Yeah, it sounds really good, actually. Jean or jerseys and jeans. So it's a uh, fundraiser. Oh, I, I didn't say what it was for. It doesn't matter. It, it's actually a new rink. They need a new uh, new oh, ice pad good. down there. So uh, they're a little short, so they're going to do that, which is uh, pretty Hopefully cool. Hopefully they sell that thing out uh, sooner than we think. It's still about a month to go for yeah, tickets. Yeah, that's right. So get on it right now because it will sell out. We talked basketball. Uh, obviously, tonight uh, there will be more confusion as the tournament continues. <laughs> hmm. uh, in the uh, Raw Mike Richards Bracket Challenge, because <laughs> I was away last week. I get it. You know, Virginia goes out to UMBC. <laughs> Amongst Michigan State is gone. Arizona's gone in the first round. I mean, it was, uh, it's was. it been one of those kinds of tournaments, and I think it's, you're going to see more and more of this. And uh, with the uh, one and dones, your program, I'm telling you, you got no time. You know, you better be deep, fast, generally. Or you're going to see mid-majors, you know, I mean, uh, Loyola Chicago, I think they're a great team. I didn't think they go this far. They're going to play Nevada. So there's matchups that you just didn't see coming uh, as it stands right now. You like any teams tonight, by the way? Well, let's, uh, we'll, uh, okay, let's uh, let's do this uh, very quickly. Once again, is the tournament. Uh, I know, I'm putting you on the spot. Here we go. Bit. Here's, uh, I have not uh, looked at the odds. Because the brackets are all... At this point, you know what we say. Do you want your favorite team to win? Or do you want your money? Do you want to win your bracket? Or do you want to win your bet? You know how we feel on this show. Mm -hmm. It's always about the money. So taking a look... God, some of these teams, I just can't believe they're there. You've got... uh, (laughs) So there's Loyola Chicago, who who I did have beating uh, Miami in the first game, but did not think they'd go on to, you know, hit Nevada... It's minus one and a half Wolfpack. <laughs> Wolfpack looked really good, especially that last, uh, that last, uh, what was it, seven minutes against uh, Cincinnati, was it? They're both, this is a real unknown. You know, if it was me and I had the ability to do the pro line. T- Shut up. The pro line tie or the any other margin, or was it winning, in between the six points. God, some of these I don't even. I'd have to really take a look at it. That's a tough matchup. Texas A&M, Michigan. I would take Michigan. I still think Texas A&M is playing over their heads, but that's what happens at tournaments, right? George Bush has Texas yeah. A&M to win the whole thing. Just oh. telling you, it's a, it's the senior George Bush too, the yeah. uh, David Copperfield. Yeah, yeah. He also said that he uh, had lunch yesterday with Napoleon, so oh. I'll reserve judgment on that. Okay. Kansas State, Kentucky. I'm taking Kentucky. Wildcats versus Wildcats. Yeah. Well, guess what? I think Kentucky could win the whole thing now. It's either going to be Kentucky or it's going to be Villanova. Those two right now are playing. Is that another Wildcat team? Yeah. There's nothing but Wildcats. What? Villanova. Mm. I think it might. Is it? You know, Russell? I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. No. Oh, it's. Yeah. What are you laughing at? I was just going to say that's my final in my bracket. It's is Kentucky, Kentucky Villanova? Villanova? Oh, is I think you're really? going to do it. I think you're going to make a run wow. there. Then you got Florida State, Gonzaga. I still like the Zags. I don't know if the minus five and a half, though. I might be taking plus five and a half, but I do like the Zags to win that game. 
Clemson, Kansas. Villanova Wildcats, by the way. Yeah, so it is. So it's yeah. nothing but Wildcats. Yeah, there's three Wildcats remaining in this tournament. Clemson and Kansas. Kansas, like this is a, this, you might take the points. Plus four Clemson because they're on a roll. I did not have Clemson nope. getting this far. But if you're going to give me points at this, I mean, look what's happened in the tournament. I'll probably take those points. West Virginia is playing awfully well. Still like Villanova in this one. Minus five and a half. I probably would take it. Really? Yeah. A lot of points. That is a lot of points. But it's going to be tempting at this point to always. I mean, Duke, minus 11 and a half. Syracuse, I didn't think they belonged in the tourney. And look where they are. I might take plus 11 and a half on Syracuse. Mm. You know they're going to play zone. They're going to play a 2-3 zone because that's what they do. And if Duke doesn't, you know, hit those outside shots, they they win this game. Duke will beat Syracuse. I just don't know if I believe it's going to be 11 and a half at this point. A lot of points. And finally, Texas Tech at Purdue. Man, that game is tight. That will be an exciting game, too. Texas Tech a, plus the points. Yeah, yeah I can see Texas. Uh, Texas Tech is a, is a great team. They've been great all year. Um, but again, Loyal Chicago, Nevada. Not crazy. I, pro-line tie, even though we don't play that. No. But that's uh, probably what I would do. But, uh, yeah, that tournament has been so tough. Ran into a guy at the airport, by the way, when I'm heading out to Alberta. And we go into one of those airport bars. Yep. Imagine me, before a flight, going to a bar. So I'm in there. He, they sit down. I can tell they're American. And he's, like, looking around because they have CP24 on all the TVs. <laughs> CP24. Because I just sat down. Of course, I've got the old magic phone. So, of course, I'm watching all the games uh, as yep. on, on live in play. And, he, and I said, you looking for the games? He goes, yeah. So we get the girl to come over. She changes all the TVs in this bar, and then we start talking brackets. They, he was from uh, San Jose, California. And I said, he said, so what did you have uh, in that first round? I said, well, I did take Loyola Chicago over uh, Miami. He goes, he goes, bro, one of my best friends is on that team. Oh, cool. And all the guys were with him like, oh, shut up. Shut up, Billy. We're sick of that story. You tell that to everyone. I go, yeah, but, dude, he's got a guy on the team that won. So who do you have on a team that won? This is what I'm saying, right? Oh, Nothing. So that was pretty cool. Uh, so March Madness continues. Shout out to Billy. Uh, <laughs> you don't find a lot of Billies anymore, which no, is too bad. No, you don't. Okay, here's a name that I really, really like. If I had another boy, it would is be it Billy. No, it's not no, Billy. It's- <laughs> but it would be Jack. I like Jack. Jackie? Jack. Jack is a. I think that's a cool name. It's in my family, yeah. a whole bunch on both sides. Lots of Jacks. Lots of Jacks. What about in your family? What do you got going? Well, you know it, how it works. Uh, there's uh, there's Costas. No, and, not on the Greek side. Oh, on your side. Well, my family, my family's so small, so everybody almost has their individual names. But I guess the only thing in our family, um, the grandfather's names traditionally have been handed down, right? Uh, so Janiqua. So Janiqua, yes. <laughs> and LaMichael. Uh, LaMichael. Uh, DeBrickashaw. <laughs> the big, big... Baby DeBrickashaw. <laughs> That's what we said, DeBrickashaw Bastel. Wow, what's he play? No. I don't know. He's two. He's yeah. He's gonna be good though. Yeah. With that name, drafted. Uh, Josephs and Walters uh, were were names of grandfathers. Yeah. But it's like I said, it's a small family, so it's you know we're not really uh, there's no uh, hand me downs now on on my side. Now uh, Marissa has my mother's middle name. Right. Just uh, you know sure that going uh, of course so forth. But, what about uh, you, uh, Russell? What goes on in that family of yours? Do you have any? What about a Plaxico? Do you have a Plaxico? No Plaxicos. Plaxico Graham. Plaxico Graham actually. That actually And works. the pass is caught by Plaxico Graham at the 45. <laughs> yeah. What do you got? Uh, Nothing too serious. I know I'm named after 
my great grandfather, which is also my grandfather's middle name. Uh, but most. So there was of, another most, rusty bear before you. There was. Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, but mo, I think most of the names in our family are just standalone. Yeah. What a tremendous Amen. story. Now back to uh, the show. Yes. Let's talk about the. <laughs> you know, it would be weird as the original Russell. Uh, he, uh, Russell Graham ran a brothel. <laughs> Well, his 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 uncle Jimmy signed that contract with the Packers last week, right? Ru- Russell Ryman Graham. Ryman. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> uh, we, as we, you know, sort of guess at what's going to happen uh, tonight in uh, March Madness because it has been all of that. Uh, if you've seen some highlights, I know that uh, ESPN did a thing on a, a kid named Mac. Mac. Here's another name. I love that name. Mm. Mac. Mac McClung. Not making it up. And I'm not making up these highlights. He's uh, He was at a, at a school called Gate City High School in Virginia. And so when you're on that side of the world, what school What school would you go to? Well, obviously, you got Virginia right there. West Virginia's over your head. You're on the East Coast. Do you go to Tobacco Road? Uh, you take, take, you know, do, you, do you go to an ACC school? He picked Georgetown. So he is committed to the Georgetown Hoyas. Hoya. This is from, now, this is the city... No, no, this is the state championship is what this is. And he scores. He break, You know what? He breaks Allen Iverson's record. It's in the gym where VCU is. So there's another school. There's another Virginia Commonwealth. This guy is, is 6'2". So I'm saying only 6'2". Dave, yeah, he's not that big for that. 6'2 is not that big. But he is a freak athlete. A freak. And so just from this alone... I'm kind of curious to see what he's going to do at Georgetown. He really isn't very uh, timid about what he does. He'll shoot from anywhere, and he drives like he, kind of like Al, 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 Alan Iverson did, except he's also a freak dunker at 6'2". Wow. He will do a Dominique during the game. So this is his final year at Gate City High School, the Virginia State Championships, breaking Allen Iverson's scoring record, going to Georgetown. This is what the Hoyas are going to see. A spinning wheel that will mesmerize. That was around the back, then slam. From anywhere. (laughs) See, this reminds me, if Ovechkin played basketball, this is what it would look like. Like, you'd shoot from anywhere. Sometimes it's not even aesthetically that pleasing. Watch this. A Dominique Wilkins to end it. Watch. Oh. And I believe that's what broke the record, that particular two points. On and on. <laughs> Can, uh, congratulations, Hoyas. That's what you got coming your way. That was pretty exciting stuff. 6-2. Awesome. 6-2. Yeah, very small, but, man, can move. Uh, funny how a high school basketball arena could look like that 
when our high school basketball team played, they played in front of friends and family, and a lot of times family didn't show no, up. No, If you wanted to blurt out something embarrassing. You heard everything. Russell peed the bed last night. And all you hear is a little bit goom, of squeaking. Goom, 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 squeak, squeak, <laughs> goom, yink. I did not. Shut up. <laughs> Technical, shut up. Don't say shut up. Don't say that. We heard you from the other side of the gym. Now, uh, speaking of things that are tough, for the... Russell, here's your music. They play uh, Nashville. That should be fun. <laughs> now, if you're if you're the uh, brain trust of the Toronto Maple Leafs, which you aren't, but you are. But today. if you were, if yeah. you were, you playing Austin Matthews tonight? Because they say he's ready to go. Is this the game you put him back in? If it were up to me, I'd probably wait until Saturday's game against Detroit instead of putting him in against the best team in the <laughs> NHL. Exactly. Uh, but that's also why I'm not making millions of dollars to run a hockey team. So Yeah, that's the reason. That's yeah, the reason. That, yeah, that's, that, the, that's the only reason. And the reason. only reason, yes. You know what's going to be good about this game is uh, – Freddie Anderson is going to live up to his mafia nickname, Five Goal Freddie. <laughs> this, this, I think he's allowing five goals tonight against the Preds. But don't you think that you know? And I haven't looked at the futures today. I, I think you said it was three to one. Was it three to one? Your money for for the futures bet? That may have changed too. Yeah, that was a while ago. Okay, check that because yeah, I, I think that there are some books. Now we, I don't think I've tried it with uh, sport. Our, our good friends at Sports Interaction. But to throw in some of the maybe college basketball games that I like, I'm probably going to throw in maybe that Nashville game tonight. Probably. They don't have their futures up right now. Oh, way to go, Phil. Yeah, Phil's sleeping right now. Yeah. Wakey, wakey. <laughs> uh, I would uh, – don't you think it's theirs to kind of lose, though? Yeah, absolutely it is. Because I'm taking a look uh, around at the league. And, you, you, look, you're, you're not going to be so naive to look at points. Because then that means you're putting uh, Vegas in that conversation. Not that they haven't deserved an unbelievable season, but now, now it's the the second season, if you will, mm-hmm. where guys start growing the beards, the tough guys get a little bit tougher. Like it really is a grind, it, and, and I've said it a million times. It's the toughest tournament in the world to win. You got to do so much starting when you hit the ice. Uh, what in late? Uh, August is that the first time guys are kind of officially September for sure. September for sure, yeah. Well, they start they skate over summer too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like and but you're going to June. Yeah, you're going to basically June if you're going to win this thing. And if you're the kind of team because you still have to smash a little bit as much as you know after the uh, the, the the lockout the game sort of changed. You still got to be able to put people down, and it is a it is a real grind. And if you start getting into the six and seven game series, and it's conceivable that some of these teams are going to have to go through that, who would Nashville have to be afraid of? The Winnipeg Jets. You think it's Winnipeg? Now, yep. Line A, what is the status on that? Don't know. Don't know. Uh, because that, that's a that is a, a season changer. That's a massive injury. I almost threw up in my mouth when I was watching that game, and I saw the block shot because I. I would have dove out of the way if I was him, but but <laughs> you don't you don't hear a lot of analysts say that. No. You know, Ted, if I was him, I would have got way out of that way. Seriously, don't go near the point. So what if it went in the net? It's not... <laughs> Whatever, yeah. take three goals if you want. Just don't 
don't, don't hurt get the hurt. Ankle. See, the thing is that that could either be one of two things. That could be like a broken foot, ankle, because the foot's so fragile. You know what it looks like. So many bones in there, easy to snap. Everybody's done it. Uh, if it's in the ankle, that's even worse. I hope it's a deep bruise. I don't expect to see him for the next little while because putting on a skate, the ankle or foot area might look like this. Best case scenario, we'll have to see. But the Jets have been hampered by injuries. Even the the game before, Jacob Truba now has a concussion. This is their best defenseman, all-around defenseman that they have. He's out again. He's already missed six weeks. Uh, but I, I think the Jets pose the biggest problem for the Nashville Predators. I look at the Western Conference, and I say in the Pacific Division, Vegas doesn't scare me at all. The Ducks are starting to turn it on. John Gibson is playing very good, by the way. He's almost caught fire. Shout out yesterday against the Calgary Flames. Uh, the Flames s- are done, by the way. The Flames are done, yeah. unfortunately, by the way. You're right. Uh, the only other team I'd be a little reluctant against, but I don't think they match up with the Nashville Predators, believe it or not, the San Jose Sharks. They've played very, very well, and this uh, this pains me to say this because I hate saying this, but Evander Kane is actually fitting in with the San Jose Sharks. I don't like it. It's but early. It's, but it's the re- I know it is, and I hope <laughs> I hope I'm wrong about this by the end of the month, but this guy's been nothing but money for the San Jose Sharks. They're looking like the team to beat in the Pacific. We'll have to see. I think it comes down to a Sharks-Ducks. The winner of that will go on to win that. They'll have to play the Predators on the other side. The Predators should be punching their ticket to the Stanley Cup final, and I think this year they take the next step and they win it. Whatever comes out of the East and – there's something about Tampa Bay that just doesn't feel like that they're an impossible team to knock off. Mm-hmm. And as good as a season, a remarkable season that the Boston Bruins have had. You know, we had uh, uh, Mark Rackham in yesterday. And I understand why he, he said what he did Leafs versus the Bruins. Uh, obviously, internally, I think a lot of Leaf fans don't want to see that. and then, But... You know, when you've beaten a team, like it's it's just not that same matchup. The players are different. I don't like. I would assume at this point still because the Leafs aren't going to be where they're going to be. Let me preface it by saying, in the next couple of years, like how different is this Leafs team going to look? There's, it won't be like it's a huge turnover, but there, I think there's still going to be what one or two significant pieces, correct, that will change, including on the back end on the blue line. That's the biggest change, right? A game changer that will put them in the category now. That Tampa Bay's in. So right now it's kind of a, I don't know, it, we'll see who survives coming out of those playoffs because I can see six and seven games of that stuff. And then you're going to play Nashville should they get to – I just don't see anyone in their in their, in their category. Nope. Not this year. No, not this year. Uh, Nashville top to bottom is, is 12 forward, six defensemen, one very, very good goaltender who will win the Vezina Trophy this year. Well coached, uh, well managed throughout – Top to bottom, this is the best franchise in sports. You know, they remind me of some of those uh, Stanley Cup winning uh, Chicago teams in terms of its competition. Not that there weren't good teams, but they weren't as good as Chicago. Chicago could play any way, any style, anyhow, any day. Like, everything they did, Coach Q had them doing everything with, also with pace, They even even their line changes were fast. I mean, and you couldn't say that they had an all-world goalie. Mm -hmm. Crawford was... Was above average. Was a but 
he wasn't like, oh my God, he's a Vesna Trophy winner. No, like, he, just, he wasn't your Marty Brodeurs, your Patrick no. Waz, your Pecorinis that we talk about. Uh, you know, but has he been has he been good for the Blackhawks when they needed him? Yeah, yep. absolutely is. But he'll never be sat. You know, you know, throughout whatever era he's in, and he's in this one, he'll never be looked at as this guy's the best of his generation. He isn't. He's no. not even top five, actually. This is why when we got in the conversation yesterday about you don't get the return for goaltenders, that's why. Because if the team in front of them is like pretty good, solid D-line, they, you know, strength up the middle, you got the goal score, you got a shutdown guy in the wing, just make enough saves, you know, yep. just play solid, you know, rebound controls, all those kinds of things. Because that, that's seemingly a formula now to win. There was a time where I thought if you didn't have the backstop, you just you're not don't win. And the, again, you can't have okay goaltending either. That doesn't work. Nope. But consistency works. So we'll we'll see. But right now, I'm going to be taking a that look at that Nashville uh, futures when when Phil Gray when, gets, that, when, when Phil Gray wakes up when he yep. gets out of bed. Mm, what time is it? It's two in the afternoon. Hey, while we're on the topic of hockey, I wanted <laughs> yeah. to address something that I was talking well, about on social media. I'm going to sneak in okay. because we made a Chicago sure. reference. Yes. One of the reasons that made those Chicago teams so good <laughs> was their captain. Just a bit. Eh? And you have to understand on this show, uh, Dave, Jonathan Taves has been on uh, well a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Last time was in studio when we were at uh, TSN. And for Jonathan Taves, the reason we know each other so well, I did a what was called a fake Jim Rome. We did an entire Jim Rome show, and his voice was imitated after he had scored. I think every goal for the World Juniors that time, including the shootout that allowed them to win the World Juniors, a little bit of a slip slip up in language, and it was sort of, uh, shall we say, uh, embellished on the fake Jim Rome show. So that got played for his entire team in uh, North Dakota, the Fighting Sioux. They played it in the entire dressing room, and then it's made its way, made it into the Blackhawks dressing room. It was kind of fun. He's been close with us ever since. Here's the thing about uh, JT, or Captain Sirius that they called him. He's a remarkable uh, young guy. Not as young as he used to be, obviously. I mean, when he gets that C on his chest, Dave, I was like, wow, what a, what a, what a compliment at that age. But he's been that way since he was a kid. We've been taking a look at that amazing brick tournament that they have in West Edmonton. Here's Jonathan Taves once again. It, it's 10 and under. You can't have any, anyone over the age of 10. And look at what Jonathan Taves does even as a kid, does this look familiar or what? Once again, property of the Brick Tournament. Winnipeg puts the puck back to the point. Oret can't keep it in. He jams it across to Andy Meal. And Winnipeg comes in. Taves now breaking in. He's getting hooked on the plate. Works the puck in front. Shot scores! What a goal by Taves as he did an unbelievable move to left, brought the goaltender down, a typical Mark Messier move, put the puck over the sprawling goaltender, and a big, big goal there on a shorthanded situation, Jonathan Taves, and Winnipeg Junior Jets lead by a score of two to nothing. Isn't that amazing? Here it comes again. Does this look familiar or what? <laughs> look at it. Unbelievable. Something that you saw yeah. his whole career, including that World Junior tournament I just talked that about. That World Junior shootout may have been the best shootout I've ever witnessed. That was awesome. That's how good that, that was. That was one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite sporting moments of all time, actually. Yep. And it's probably, again, my affinity for, for that guy. It's always been there. He's always been one of my favorites. But the ability to do what he did. Like, think about it. At the most crucial moment, you're on fire. Yep. And, and that's what truly separates the ones that we say that are great 
to the ones that are very, very good. So sometimes when we, we get into those discussions about Hall of Fames, for instance, Dave, people say, oh, you, what, what, you think he's shit? You think he sucks? No, I don't think he's shit. He probably isn't going to be in the league if he doesn't know how to tie his skates. Or those ankles seem to be on the ice a little bit. But what I'm saying is it is those that assume, you know, that, that achieve greatness. That, for instance, if you were in the Olympics and you had uh, a choice of maybe taking a penalty shot, <laughs> you'd think you'd know who would be on the ice. You'd think you would, yeah. But apparently, Dave, leading into your... Uh, yes. To your, it's an uh, excellent leader. Your, your, your rebuttal today. Damn, you're good. That doesn't always happen. This Dave? does not even. Thank you, Mike. So, 1998 is what I want to address. The Olympics in uh, Nagano. Uh, uh, I ran into a little bit of a conversation yesterday on social media that I wanted to um, explore a little bit more on today's show. So, for those of you that don't remember it, uh, Canada, Czech Republic, Russia, Finland were the final four. So Canada faced the Czech Republic in one semifinal. In the other semifinal, Russia beat out Finland to go to the gold medal game and await the winner and so forth. So it comes down to a shootout for Canada-Czech Republic, and they're playing arguably the greatest goaltender in the history of the Olympics, and I include Tretiak in this conversation just because Dominic Hasek was this good coming off Hart trophies, Vesna trophies, and, and, and basically one of the greatest goaltenders in the history of the league on top of his game. The shootout took place. Mark Crawford, the head coach of Team Canada at the time, selects before the game Flurry, Bork, Neuendijk, Lindros, Shanahan. My argument on social media with a couple different people, uh, whether you agree or disagree, and it was always a conversation piece even back then, continues for the rest of time, is why Wayne Gretzky was not part of the shootout. And I realize he was a year away from retiring, but if you're Mark Crawford or if you're any head coach of Team Canada, Wayne Gretzky never, ever, ever gets left off the shootout list. And my argument was... Why would Ray Bork be part of a shootout at that time, considering that defensemen throughout most games, how many times does a defenseman get an opportunity to take a breakaway? It's literally never. My argument was Gretzky should have been part of it, and I'll, I'll go down remembering this tournament to the end of that famous picture of Gretzky sitting on the bench at the end of the game and, and Canada losing. They eventually lose the bronze medal game to Finland because they didn't give a crap. Uh, but during that shootout itself, if Wayne Gretzky was part of it, he was tying that game. There was one score throughout the 10 shooters that took place, and it was on the Czech Republic. They win it one nothing in a shootout. Gretzky would have tied the game. I'm not sure if Canada would have won it at the end because of Dominic Hasek, but he would have tied it because he was Wayne freaking Gretzky. And biggest mistake in the history of the Olympics as far as Canada is concerned is Mark Crawford not selecting Gretzky as the five shooters. Mike, back to you. So you're telling me that someone felt differently? Yeah, someone someone felt differently that that he said, well, even if Gretzky shot, uh, Dominic Hasek would have stopped him. Okay, that's a stupid comment. That's saying that for sure that you know now, that you know that the guy's going to get stopped before he st- It's Wayne Gretzky. But you know what? For, to, to but why that, wouldn't you make that? The thing is, but why wouldn't you make that choice to put Gretzky in there? Yeah. 
See, I didn't, I, I didn't like that from the start, and it's no offense to him because I've, I've met him several times and I like him as a person. But well, I don't like him now. He's out. Well, no, 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 no. No, I was getting at that. Eric Lindros was the captain of this team. I didn't even like that decision because Team Canada management, that was Bobby Clark, Bob Ganey, Mark Crawford, his coaching staff. I think Wayne Cashman was on that uh, coaching staff as well. Uh, All-Stars, Hall of Famers. I think Ken Hitchcock might have been on that. He uh, may have been on that, too. They selected Eric Lindros as the captain, and I understand that they were looking at, you know, this is the future, Wayne Gretzky, but it's Wayne Gretzky. The captaincy should have been put on him out of respect for the greatest player ever to play hockey. Wayne Gretzky wasn't even the captain of the team. I didn't even like that, and I think right from the start they were almost cursed that that this team wasn't going to do what it was supposed to do. It has nothing to do with who was the captain or who were the assistants or anything like that, but the decision not to put the greatest player, the guy that's meant the most to the country as far as the sport is concerned, not to be wearing the C in his final Olympics game, uh, Olympic Games. Yeah, I think most people are, are looking at it because, you know, you're there's no comparison Unless you're talking about soccer, it's the only other thing where I can think that there actually is that element of a uh, uh, that it's not the game that just mm-hmm. only one point. Uh, basketball games are not uh, decided by a slam dunk contest nor free throws, so you can say, "Well, what about Michael Jordan?" Well, Michael Jordan is well, it's like not putting him on the floor for overtime. Yes, that's exactly. I it. guess that's the only thing that the comparison I could make because it's just so so odd that that would happen. Uh, also, coming up, as you know, we're not uh, that far away from uh, the NFL. A draft, mm-hmm. uh, so that uh, and it's of all the drafts that I watch, NFL's number one for oh, me. It's prime time because it is. Yeah. It's a show, and I watch it for a long time. I think a lot of people do. You know that the Jets fans are going to show up and yep. boo all the picks and boo everybody and boo the Lord's Prayer, whatever the, the Jets fans <laughs> do. The guy with the fire, you know, the fire helmet guys. Yeah, yeah, fireman helmets. April twenty sixth. April April twenty sixth. Yeah, so it's uh, it's a uh, it's about a little over a month away. So they also have their pro days. So uh, there's the ownership management or whoever wants to to participate. So Sam Darnold had his the other day, uh, had it uh, on the ground. So they go to U.S. It's pouring rain. It's pouring rain. He's like, so I'm going to show them what I can do even should there be crap garbage weather. And uh, if, now we can't show it just because they bring down our entire broadcast, and we'd I'd have to go and say no, we have the rights, and then they would say yes, that's right, we you do use our material, and then they'd put the video back up. I didn't want to go through that today, so I just thought I'd show. But if you do go to uh, any of the outlets uh, or, or have seen it, Dave, it's pouring, mm-hmm. and he is throwing these missiles and the accuracy of where the outs go. Like, he's putting it right in their hands. They, they, they get their two feet in. Out he go. I mean, he put on a show. So it was uh, Jimmy Haslam. Haslam, the owner of the Cleveland Browns. He was there. He went down to watch this in person. I don't know how common it is. I think it's probably not. But you have to realize, if you're the, the, you know, the Cleveland Browns, you get Tyrod Taylor as your backup, which is, I think that's a solid, I mean, she later stick. That's a solid pick. That you have in terms of in this day and age, your guy goes down. You better have someone who can come in and play. Ask the ask the Green Bay Packers how that worked out last year. But now you've got this guy out there, you know, just unbelievable. So I thought, okay, I want to go back like we do on this show. This is, I'm not showing clips from USC. Just what was this kid like in high school? And he is just like, so we saw that Mac McClung 
These guys are beasts. By the way, Sam Darnold, you take a look at his basketball. Like, the guy was was one of these double-threat guys. He could do what he wanted. He probably played baseball as well. I'm sure he did. Uh, San Clemente was the high school he went to. Look at the dominance as he's playing, not only as a thrower, not only as the guy who obviously is controlling the tempo of the offense, but when he runs, Dave. He's just he's a beast. This is Sam Darnold. I think Cleveland's number one. Got the number one, right? They're they're picking yes, number one. They're picking one and four. It will be a miracle if this guy does not go number one. When he keeps it, it's a joke. Like it's, it's like LeBron James playing last night against the Raptors. When the guy wants to hold on to the ball, and look at the crowd. Can you imagine playing in California in front of that, being that dominant a player? By the way, he can also pass. So there's Sam Darnold in high school, completely controlling. The, the one thing that I think that, that, uh, that is evident, and one thing that did, did sort of come up was, was the turnover. It was the turnover factor last year, and I believe it was his shoulder. I think at some point that, uh, but I, I think overall, what you saw yesterday, and again, that's sort of what the coaches call an eye test. Mm-hmm. He passed with flying Pass colors. I, I, can't yep. see, I can't see him not going to Cleveland. Great quarterback class. This might be uh, one of the best we've seen in in, in a long time. Uh, the top three picks, picks should be quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Yeah, should be quarterbacks. I just don't know where the Joshes will go. Rosen or Allen, Baker Mayfield's. Are the Jets three? Jets are three right now. So I think they're sort of comfortable in saying that if Darnold is one, mm-hmm. then Rosen is two. That's what they're saying right now, yeah. And so you're going to get Baker Mayfield, who had you know, obviously that, that that stunning career. But there are insinuations because of some of his attitude, although you know, in, in university that's what you do, right? If you can get away with it, you can do it, I think, to a degree. Uh, people trying to compare him to Johnny Manziel in a couple of ways. And I think creativity is one of them. And he was a stud last year. He won the Heisman Trophy, I, and, and, I, and I get why he won it. But of the three quarterbacks, I definitely think he's third. Mm-hmm. But the Jets are still going to take him. Well, I, I, well no, I, uh, as far as... Uh, oh, there could uh, be no, Josh no, Allen's in there as no, well. No, I, I think he's fourth, actually. But, but there's a uh, debate. Uh, but though. of those three. But yes. Josh Allen, if Josh oh, yes, Allen's yes. included, then yes. yes, he is four. Because we, we, uh, we got one of the Joshes going to the Jets, one going to the Giants who picked just before him. I, I did, so we'll, we'll look back at this draft in 10 years or maybe even five years, maybe even three years going... Wow, they they bet him instead of him. Well, see, you're going to see that because see, I like the Josh Allen story out of Wyoming. Yep. I'm just not so sure what he did against that competition mm-hmm. that it makes me think that he could do that in the pros. Now, people say, "Well, look, look who Carson Wentz played against, right? You know, uh, you're North Dakota State. I think he was. That's right. Uh, then then you then you're truly not playing. You know, some of those you know big power schools, but. He's a different cat, though. He's a different dude. He's even not even built the same way. So I, 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 that's why I think the comparison is different. 
But it's going to be very interesting. Is it April the 26th? April 26th is when it starts. It's a prime time date on a uh, Thursday night. It, you know, I'll, I'll go as far as saying this. this. This broadcast that the NFL puts together on whatever network gets it, usually ESPN, is better than 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 watching games. That's how good this no, is. No, it is. It's it's showtime. Yeah, it really it, it's is. It's really showtime. Uh, before we end the show today, on um, and this is not a solemn note. And good actually. and good news. Good news. Oh. Uh, and John Gruden will not be part of this broadcast. So, and the reason I say it's good news because I'm I'm a I'm a fan of Chucky, but uh, if you watch John Gruden on a broadcast, he likes. 300 players that are drafted and he and he finds the good in everyone that's like me no i honestly that is like me. <laughs> i'm just saying. I, I don't dare like I'm, I'm not the uh, i love this tight end out of bakersfield uh california he's so good okay so because he's the opposite of Stephen a smith yes. who sits there and goes that's a terrible pick that guy uh charlie villanueva yeah probably the most i felt oh. so bad <laughs> was it ever the the raptors pick Charlie Villanueva out of, uh, what was he, uh, was he, uh, not, he wasn't UConn, he was out of, uh, anyway, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah. Uh, and, and he's like, oh, that boy can't play, he's a terrible pick. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm right here, by the way, I'm just, I'm right here. Uh, here's uh, something, uh, our good friend uh, Coach Frank sent this to me yesterday, and a lot of people uh, ask me from time to time about how public I am, about the uh, issue, if you want to call the battle with uh, rectal cancer, and I do let you know what is going on with me? The reason is I want you to avoid what I'm going through. Uh, Coach Frank says, I thought I should make you aware of something that I'm sure will bring a smile to your face. You were able to save a, a life of someone you have never met. A friend colleague of my wife's, her husband noticed some blood, and this is a little graphic, but this, this is what I'm telling you it's to the avoid. Way it is, yep. Blood in his stool, and I told Nicole that could be signs of trouble because I remember you and you talked about it told her to tell her friend's husband to get it checked and if there might be something there ask someone to you know to get to know Sunnybrook where of course all my work has been done sure enough he had stage 2 rectal cancer and he is getting operated as soon as possible to remove the growth they're confident they have caught it in time it's early it's incredible when they talk about the 6 degrees of separation but i truly think your story we have saved the life of a father and a husband of course Ideal at Sunnybrook with Dr. Shaddy Ashamala. Uh, he is clearly one of the best in North America at what he does. And he would tell you, if you get it checked early enough, the reason that he's able to do what he does, because there are times where I ask him, how do you deal with this? He goes, because I'm successful because of the cancer that I've chosen. Uh, he uses laparoscopics, uh, which is also very different. But by talking about these things, I hope if you're watching today, on behalf of myself, Shaddy Ashamala and Sunnybrook Oncology Department. Get yourself checked. It's easy, and it too will also save your life. What? Can we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. Oh, yes. It's time. Once again, I'd like to thank you for joining us here today. And we had a couple of messages out there, including if you're out in Okotoks or you're in Alberta, you're in Calgary, the province of Alberta, want to have some fun, go to Okotoks. It is April the 21st. It is jeans and jerseys raising money. It's a fundraiser for the Okotoks minor hockey for a brand new arena. Let's get the ready to rock 
Tickets still available, 60 bucks and a night of fun, including a casino. Good luck with your brackets tonight. I realize all our brackets have been busted, but you're just hanging on for dear life. Dear life. Don't worry about your brackets. Worry about your bets. And God bless. Batting. Words to live by.